Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Take Two Radio Soaps and Reviews. This is Pam, your host. And joining me today as my co-hosts are David and Carolyn and Casey. Hi, guys. Hey, hi. hi. How y'all doing? Oh, good. We're, we're hanging in there. Well, I'm freaking out. I called you guys last minute right before the show started because my computer crashed the other day, okay? Oh, no. Were you guys ever on a computer and all of a sudden get that blue screen? (laughs) Yeah, that was my last computer. Okay, well, that's what happened to me. So I tried restoring it and everything, and it restored it to a time when it worked. And now I've lost information, so I'm, like, oh, no. freaking out here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, please, not now, especially when I need my, I no, mean, I've I got can't. my laptop, but the laptop and the desktop have different information on them, you know what I mean? Depending yeah, on what right. I'm doing. But my main information that I need to do shows and things like that is on the desktop, which is the one that showed me the blue screen and that I'm freaking out about. (laughs) (laughs) Am I safe to assume that you're on a a computer right now? Yeah, I'm on my desktop. It restored it when it was working, but I'm just praying that it it stays. I I don't know what's going on. but anyways, I'm sure our audience doesn't care about that, but some may feel my pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's a hard yeah. stopper. <laughs> it is. It really is. I mean, my gosh, I just... You don't you don't realize how, uh, how connected you are well, to... Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay. And you know what? The worst part of it is I've had a backup hard drive, you know, one of those portable ones. Yeah. yeah. That I kept saying that I was going to use to back up all my stuff if the, in case this happened. Oh. And, of course, it's always later, 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 later. Well, yeah. when I got it to restore back to the point it's at now, um, I plugged that hard drive in so fast you don't even know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I've got everything backed up now in case, God forbid, that this thing really does crash. And it's not even that old. Um, but I guess in computer years it's old. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> so, anyways, um, I'm very, very excited for tonight's guest. Are you guys? Yes. Oh, yes, very much so. Are you doing cartwheels? I don't. I, I don't yes. hear I it. I would. Let me hear it. <laughs> you don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, let me tell yes, our audience for those that may not know, um, we're welcoming back actress and producer and writer Jessica Morris because we had her a few years back on the show. And some of you may recognize her from her role as Jennifer Rappaport on One Life to Live or from various television and movie roles, such as A Husband for Christmas, The Lifetime Movie, The Wrong Roommate, or on a web series like the Daytime Emmy Award-winning series The Bay. But most recently, Jessica is starring in the 
Oh, my God, I love this miniseries. Yeah, that's my words. (laughs) 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 Called called Ladies of the Lake, which premiered on Amazon on May 15th, and I'm already addicted. There's only four episodes. Talk about a teaser. (laughs) Not nice. (laughs) It's getting great reviews. So yeah, it, I'm sure it is. It's, you yeah. know, I mean, it's got soap actors. Come on. Oh, what the heck is his name? Now it just blanked out of my head. Michael. When I, no, no, no. When I when I saw one of the husbands, I'm like, oh, Edmund. It's Edmund <laughs> from All My Children. Oh, What's no. his name? Oh, John Callahan. John Callahan. Oh, my God. I love him, and I have missed him. I mean, really hasn't been on many things that I've watched um, since all my children. And he was always one of my favorites. So I he's back yeah, on. I remember him. Yeah. Well, well, there's a lot, you know, basically all soap people on there. So, you know, if you're a fan of soap operas, both past and present, I'd say get on Amazon and watch Ladies of the Lake by Ken Corday because you are going to love it. And speaking of which, I do believe our guest is on the phone. I'm here. (laughs) Hello, Jessica. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. How are you? Great, great. Thank you. We want to say welcome back because you've been with us before a few years ago. We're so excited to have you back again. Yeah, thanks for having me back. I loved doing it last time, so I couldn't wait to do it again. You're very welcome. Um, We were just discussing Ladies of the Lake. Um, I mean, come on. Four episodes, don't do this to us. I know, it's not enough. I know, that's why we need everyone to, you know, if you do love the series, and leave a positive review on Amazon, and then we're hoping those good reviews can, um, you know, basically motivate them to make another season, because we want to make one, too. It was so fun. Right, and you know what, that's what a lot of people may not realize. If they're not used to watching things on Amazon, Amazon mm-hmm. versus web series on, let's say, YouTube or on some website is different. To get more episodes or another season or something like that, you have to leave reviews for Amazon yeah, to see all that about you loved reviews. it. Yes. Yeah, and you know, it, it's strange because, like, I'm not the kind of person who normally would write reviews on things. I just, I just don't normally do that, so I get why a lot of people wouldn't. But you know, I guess that's why it's good to do these kind of. Um, you know, shows to talk to you about it, and if anyone's listening, they can know that, you know, that would really help out, and if that can make us have, you know, more episodes and more seasons, then um, then please do, and, you know, I would really appreciate it. Exactly, exactly, and I didn't write reviews for the longest time either, but a, f- a few years back, I can't remember exactly what it was, I think it was somebody's album that I reviewed, Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know, this is probably nice for the people to see that you love mm-hmm. it. And and even yeah. if it wasn't to get another album or another season or whatever, it's just a nice compliment for them and to show that they're doing a good job and you're happy about it and you want more. 
Yeah, I think that's why it's a good thing to do also. I try to do it more now because uh, I think that just, you know, any, like, you, like you're saying, kind of like a pat on the back of, or, you know, just right. some words of encouragement to people with whatever they're doing is, is like an easy way to give something to someone, you know, and it doesn't cost a thing, so. Right, yeah. exactly. That's a great thing to exactly. do. Exactly. Well, I don't want to give anything away. We haven't spoken about the storyline whatsoever, just about, you know, that there's also actors in there and, um, well, pretty much also actors and that we love it and from past and present soaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I want to say is, um, let's just say the husbands. It's <laughs> <laughs> not looking so good for them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, God, I feel I, bad for the husband. I know, but you know what? They they deserve it, though, don't they? Uh, yes, yes, yes. They're also despicable. Have, yeah, exactly, exactly. Why don't you go ahead and tell the the listeners, you know, what it's about and your role and stuff like that for those who haven't seen it too. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but at the same time, because right. it started as a novel, I think a lot of people aren't being too shy about, you know, voicing what it's about because um, between seeing the trailer and if you've read the novel, you pretty much already kind of get just of what's going on. Um, it's these four main women who live in this very ritzy, um, wealthy community, and they all have husbands that are slightly controlling or abusive or um, unfaithful. And um, one by one, um, it kind of starts with Martha Madison's character um, whose husband has an accidental death. And then others are a little more planned, a little more calculated, but all of our husbands end up dropping dead. And yeah. some of us have, <laughs> yeah, some of us have um, blood in our hands. Others kind of just assist in uh, helping other women to off their husbands. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's done in a way that has a sense of humor and mm-hmm. also is done in a way that all the women have such kind of sad, dramatic backstories too, that I'm hoping people feel some empathy for them, even though they're doing things that you really shouldn't do in real life, obviously. Um, right. They can not take it too seriously, but also kind of when you get into the fictional story of everything, think, oh, well, I'm kind of glad that they did that. Like, good for them. Right, right. Yeah. And that's exactly how I felt watching it. I mean, it's just oh, like good. watching a soap or like watching a primetime, you know, drama or something like that. Mm-hmm. You do feel empathy a lot of times for the person, even though they did something so dastardly, you know, and, yeah. oh, you know, but you don't want them to go to jail, you know, that right. kind of thing. So I did get that from it. You oh, know. I'm so glad. Yeah, I mean, those are the best characters, and, and sometimes they are the most challenging because you don't want a squeaky clean, perfect, pure character. I mean, sometimes that can be fun to play, but people can't completely relate to those characters, and they're just not as much fun. But when you right. can play them and you can do it in a way where, you know, you make people still feel a little bit bad for you, then I think that's success. Exactly, exactly. And I myself, if I was ever an actress, I would want to play somebody like that as well. I mean, squeaky clean. There's not one person in this world that can say they're squeaky clean except a baby. (laughs) I know. And if they're saying it, then they're lying, right? Which means they're obviously not that great because they're lying. (laughs) (laughs) They're in denial or something. I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. And as much as we love our children, we even know they're not squeaky clean so you know as a parent I can say that yeah it's human nature I guess we're mm-hmm. all just screwed up 
Right. Well, and some of us more so than others, but, you know, exactly. that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. you got to have your limits. Yeah. <laughs> well, my co-hosts have some questions for you, so we're going to start with Casey. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Casey. How's it going? How are you? Oh, it's going good. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm just, you know, been having a super busy day, but enjoying it. So I hear that. Every day, yeah. you know, you've got airing your lungs is a good day. <laughs> yeah. I agree. So my first question, um, you were one of my favorite characters when you were on One Life uh, to Live. Oh, thanks. And I was so sad when you left, um, but I'm happy that you are back in the soap world a little bit uh, when it comes to Ladies of the Lake. Uh, so what has it been like reconnecting with those soap roots and keeping them alive? Yeah, it's been it's been kind of cool and kind of weird because – you know, now that Ladies of the Lake has come out and it is, you know, kind of an online soap and in that world again, I had been out of it for a while, you know, and just kind of an indie film scene and everything. Um, so going back to it and doing these, you know, interviews where people are asking me about One Life to Live, which felt like it was kind of a bit in the past, you know, for me, it's it's kind of refreshing to think about those days because they were good days for me and I really enjoyed working on One Life to Live. Um, and I really am reminded how loyal um, the, you know, the people that work in the community are and the fans. And um, it's just, there's this kind of secure feeling you get knowing that everyone's rooting for each other and wanting you to do well. Um, so back in 2011, uh, there was news that devastated the soap world that both All My Children after 41 years and One Life to Live after 43 years were going off the air. So when you heard that news, uh, what were your emotions? Did you have any emotions about hearing that One Life was going off the air? Well, you know, there had been talk about it and fear about that happening for a while, even, you know, when I was still on the show. Um so, you know, it, it wasn't completely out of the blue, I don't think. But I think, you know, I wasn't still on the show, but the people who were, mm-hmm. I think it was just very devastating for them because most of them had been working on that show for so long. And so they were out of work. And I think that even though it wasn't completely out of the blue, from what I've heard from the people that were still on the show, um, it, it kind of happened quickly, though. It was kind of like, okay, we're done. Pack up your stuff, you know. So... I just felt a lot of um, compassion for those people. I knew that it would be okay and they would move on and, and get work and everything would, you know, work out the way it should. But I was definitely, you know, really feeling for the people who were taking a hit right then in their lives. Well, I know it devastated all of us, especially me, because I watched ABC. That was always my chosen soap mm-hmm. opera, you know, genres when One Life to Live and All My Children in General Hospital. And, mm-hmm. yes, there had always been rumors, but with it happening like that, and, you know, we thought that All My Children went down. We thought One Life to Live was safe because it was doing mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. And when that got chopped, oh, my gosh, the uproar in the soap community went on for years. And, I mean, yeah. We tried to, every which way to save it, but there's unfortunately 
you know, nothing you can do at that point. Yeah, it's completely but, out of your control, and I feel like it depends on the stake, but, you know, mm-hmm. if there's nothing you can do about it, you just have to move forward. Yeah, I know. And that's what we've done, and we're trying, yeah. and like I tell everybody, keep watching the soaps that are on, because if you don't watch them, they're eventually going to die off as well. Yeah, so. true. And Carolyn, it's your turn. <laughs> Hi, Jessica, how are you? Hi, I'm doing really well. How are you doing? Good, um, good, very good. Uh, you've done a great job of transitioning from uh, from soap operas to um, like a, movies, like a Lifetime movie. So I commend you oh, on thanks. that. That's, yeah, very good I transition. I really appreciate you saying that. Thanks. It's not an easy business, so I appreciate your encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, I read that you competed with... Uh, Ari Zucker for the part of Clara, is that correct? Uh, on Ladies of the correct. Lake? I mean, well, I had, I had mentioned um, in an interview before that I actually, that they were considering me at first for her role, the role of Clara. But then after some consideration, everyone kind of agreed that I was a better fit for Crystal. So I never really oh. actually like competed against her or like auditioned against her or anything like that. It was more an, a thing of um, her schedule and her availability and just who they thought was right for which role that's it oh, okay yeah and how how did you connect um as crystal because they're quite different right clara and crystal oh they're very different you know clara is just so much stronger and more like a businesswoman um and crystal is a lot more vulnerable and a lot um a lot more, she was in more of a desperate kind of situation. Uh, so, you know, I'm really glad that it worked out the way that it did. I think that Clara is a great role, too, and I think that um, Ari did an amazing job. She's such a good actress and everything. Um, but I am so happy that I ended up where I did in that role of Crystal because, um, you know, I really did kind of relate to her in different ways. Um, you know, feeling like you're just taking things. Um, and trying to be strong but kind of internally falling apart and just wanting to hold it oh. together for the people around you. I can relate to that. I mean, maybe that's a little too personal, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you asked, so yeah. yeah. So, I, so yeah. No, it worked out well for you. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> and I uh, saw the Hollywoods. <laughs> it's a comedy. Oh, you did. Yes, and, it, and um, it was released on your birthday. Is that correct? It was. Yeah, such a great birthday present. <laughs> now, uh, because of that, that movie, how close is it to the real you on becoming an actress? Did you did you believe in your dreams? Um, well, yeah, it, it kind of reminded me, um, just her naivety and everything, it reminded me of how I was when I first started acting. Um, but I did have a little more faith in myself than, than the character of Peach in that movie does. Um, she gets a little too discouraged. I have had a lot of moments over the years of, you know, feeling that way. There was one time where I just, you know, packed up my bags and went back to Florida. Actually, I put all my stuff in storage because I hadn't booked anything in a while. I, I went back to Florida and I said, I'm just moving back. I'm going to be close to my family and I'm just done with this business. But I was putting auditions on tape while I was there and I, was, I only made it there for like two months. And then I came back out. I just, and that's when I decided, you know what? Even if it's a challenge for the rest of my life, it's what I want to do. So it's worth it for me 
to basically die trying. You know, even if I never get to the level of success that I want, just doing it is enough. So that's kind of what I decided. So I can relate to her with moments like that. But when I first started, I kind of had this um, blind drive, like this blind faith in myself that didn't really come from anywhere because I had done no acting except for some plays and like a commercial. Uh, so um, I, sometimes I would go in the room. I, I've met my first agent. I had nothing but plays in my resume. She's like, are you ready to be thrown out there? And I was like, yes, send me out for everything. So she sent me out for so many great TV shows. I remember I read for Gilmore Girls and Dawson's Creek and, like, all the stuff at the time, you know, series regular roles, and I had no clue what I was doing. I mean, I went in there and I <laughs> sunk up the room, you know. <laughs> I was so sure that I was going to just be fine, and I was eventually, but I had a lot to learn. Well, we're, we're glad that you, hang, you hung in there. That's great. <laughs> Thanks. Most definitely. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. Thank you, Casey and Carolyn. And David, you're next. Hi, Jessica. Hi. I got one up. Which actresses in the film industry have inspired you in your ongoing career? Oh, that's a good question. Um <clears throat> Well, you know what? You know what I kind of miss is like I don't feel like people really do a lot of like romantic comedies anymore. Because growing up, there was always the women that were like the, the you know America's Sweetheart types, like the Julia Roberts who did all those like My Best Friend's Wedding and all those you know like romantic comedies that I love so much. Um, and they're just so charming and sweet and fun and quirky and you know I love stuff like that. Um, I think that. I've always loved Kate Blanchett. I think she's such a chameleon, and I love it when I see an actress that doesn't play the same role in everything, that just kind of changes with each role. And um, that is harder to do. I mean, you have to really know what you're doing to be able to do that. And I think that the longer I've been acting, I'm trying more so to do that, you know, as much as possible to see how can I make this character different than the last one I played and things like that. Yeah, I think think she's definitely one that, I look up to. And I'm with you on those romantic comedies. I just absolutely love all of them. Yeah. I mean, I can't yeah. even tell you how many times I've watched the same ones over and over because they never get old to me, you know? <laughs> I know. They just make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm they sorry, really David. Go ahead with your second part. question. No, that's all right. They really feel good. <laughs> they feel good. They don't give you any tension. They give you a nice warm feeling. I know. Life right. is stressful enough, right? When I go home, I just right. want to have a glass of wine and, and watch something romantic and sweet and fun. Exactly. Exactly. Or something about women who are killing their husbands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that works, too. <laughs> so my next question is, says yeah. you have now worked under... Crystal Chappelle on Beacon Hill, Gregory Martin on The Bay, the series, and Michael Caruso on Ladies of the Lake in the digital series field. How has Mm -hmm. each of these producers brought out the best in your performances? Wow. Um, You know, Michael really helped me. Michael Caruso, he helped me with um, what I was talking about, about trying to find um, very distinct characters. Because when I played Crystal, he made sure, you know, I remember him stopping me and saying, you know, make sure she's she's very dainty. Don't make her too strong or 
too, you know, focused. She's a little more, you know, soft-spoken and demure and graceful. And so he kind of led me down that path and helped me with that. Um, and I remember Crystal Chappelle, she actually um, helped me by um, really making me focused in that role. Um, I was supposed to be, you know, in love with um, Alicia's character. Yeah, and she – and so – she helped me to kind of realize I needed to be so focused on her and everything she was saying because I was so in love with her. And you know, when you're really into somebody, you're just very um, enamored with everything that they say. So she helped me to kind of bring that performance out in that way. And um, then uh, Gregory, Gregory's just so fun. You know, when you're on his set, can play and have a great time and try different things. And he just kind of has that flexibility. So that's great too. It's great that you can learn from different directors and producers and everything. You know, everything's not the same. So that gives you variety as well. Yeah, every experience is different. Yeah, I love Mm -hmm. that. I mean, I feel like when I can grow and learn, it just makes me a better actress, better person, and that's what I love about the industry. Right. It keeps you fresh and it doesn't get stale for you. Yeah, exactly, and it's like so that you can never be too cocky because you can show up to any set and it's just a completely different thing, and, you know, everything that you knew before can get, you know, completely erased because it's a, just a different setting, different situation, and you go in just with an open mind, and you never know what you're going to come up with. Exactly. Well, I have to tell you that I love everything you do. I love Lifetime movies and Hallmark movies and the movies on the Ion Channel, which is, you know, similar to the Lifetime movies and that. And we get to see a lot of the people that we've watched throughout the soaps, you know, when they transition into TV Mm -hmm. or movies and that and primetime. And you started with um, Jason Shane Scott, and you were in The Wrong Student, and uh, Husband for Christmas. What's it like playing with him as a different character versus him being your brother, you know, on Life to Live after all these years? Yeah, it is. It was really really, um, kind of weird because, you know, it had been a while ago, but he was like my brother, you know. It felt like mm-hmm. he was my brother. So to have to kiss him was just definitely – I mean, he's yeah. such a handsome guy. So you'd be like, what's your problem? Enjoy it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so nice, too. But I'm like, I'm kissing my brother. So this, right? is, this is not okay. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, even though, you know, we I knew he played your brother, because you both are such strong actors, I didn't see him as your brother in the movie. So okay. you, you, you pulled it off. You know, it didn't give me that yucky feeling. So. Yeah. I remember there was, like, one day on set where I was like, I'm just going to flirt with him all day just so we can get into character and I can just – you know, build our chemistry. And so mm-hmm. he was kind of, he looked at me a couple of times, like, what is she doing? You know, because I kept saying like, Hey, <laughs> Hey Jason, what are you doing? And like, I was kind of forcing it <laughs> to help with our scenes, but I think he thought I was a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she giving me Google eyes? What is going yeah, on here? Like, Why did she drink that, like that wine before? <laughs> Are you okay? Are you feeling all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 
gosh, I could just imagine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also have quite a few new projects coming out that have either been completed or they're in pre- or post-production, including Crabs, Don't Let Them In, The Sixth Degree, and many more. <laughs> Is there anything you can tell us about any of them and your character that you play? Uh, let's see. About Crabs. I don't know when Crabs is coming out. Um, but I play a science teacher in Crabs, and it's like a horror comedy where these mutant crabs like wash up on the shore of the Mendocino and we shot in Mendocino and it was just hilarious. Like there's all this like blue blood that's supposed to come from these crabs that got radiation. And I, um, we're trying to kill all of them. There was this one scene where I like, I got to basically use a folding chair, like a bat and just strike one in the air and then right when I hit him, I, there was so much fake blood on the ground that I actually slipped and fell. Oh, and I'm my hoping God. Oh, yeah, because it, it, it really hurt, but the director was like, that was so perfect. It was just so hilarious. And I'm like, oh, let's die. And then I fell. <laughs> yes, that one's funny. And um, I'm actually shooting another Lifetime one uh, next week. I'm doing another one of the wrong movies. It's called The Wrong Man. Oh, uh, my gosh. That makes me so happy. That makes me so happy. I love those movies. I'm addicted to Lifetime and all of them, so I'm looking forward to that. Is there, who else is in it, can you say? Um, It's, it was supposed to be, I think, Jason, but he's out of town, possibly shooting something else. So, because this director always uses the same people, and so I think Vivica Fox is going to be in it again, playing my friend. Mm -hmm. Love and her. I'm not sure of the other. I'm, I'm not sure of the other cast members yet. I guess I'll find out on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> well, great, great. I'm very, very happy. Congratulations. Thank Keep you. it going. Keep um, posting on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, I'll post photos. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, since finishing your role on One Life to Live, you've worked steadily as an actress, but you're also an executive producer and writer on the upcoming short Claire, um, and also executive producer on an episode of the TV series Viral. What's it like working as a producer and writer, and is this something you'd like to do more of? I have always loved writing, and I just, you know, in the last few years started writing scripts. Um, Claire was my first short film script that I wrote, and we shot it, but we're not completely happy with it, to be honest. Um, so we're going to actually, and we wanted to make it into a feature. So I'm in the process right now of actually writing the feature link version of that before I'm going to, you know, release it or anything like that. Um, producing, I'm not, I like, I like creating my own material. I'm not as fond of producing, I have to be honest, because I like the creative aspects of writing and acting. But when I have to, you know, go out and try to, money to do a project or organize everything I can do it but it's not my forte you know it's as far Mm -hmm. as like I'm not very organized and I'm not good at asking people for money (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) but I love I can sit and write a script for you know 10 hours a day and be just the happiest girl in the world um so yeah and viral um I didn't write I just produced with Melissa Archer Mm -hmm. and Sonia Blanchiardo and um, we just had a blast doing that. Um, that was just a little uh, web series that we did. And um, the, I think the thing I'm most excited about with my new writing career is um, the 
my first feature-length script that I wrote, which was a drama, drama thriller type, you know, probably TV movie. Um, that is going to be produced in August. We're shooting for three weeks in um, either Tulsa, Oklahoma, or Louisiana. And yeah, so I'm not I'm I'm considered one of the producers, but I'm not the main producer on this, so I don't have to do all the hard stuff. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so yeah, I'm just really excited because I'm I'm starring in it, and then um, and I it was the first one I wrote, so it's kind of cool. That's amazing. Again, congratulations. I mean, Thanks. Awesome. You you need to really be very proud of yourself for all that you're accomplishing. I think Absolutely. you saying that, and I I think that you know I've been acting for a while, but the writing is new to me. So it is kind of that feeling when I signed the contracts to do this project. I it was the same feeling that I got when I booked my first acting job years ago. You know, mm-hmm. it, I was very proud of myself and just so excited for this new chapter. I mean, I started writing this story about three years ago, so to see it, I feel like I really know these characters. Just to see it actually happening is just um pretty pretty exciting yeah overwhelming right right and you're going to be in it right yeah i'm the lead um the lead female okay well i would hope so you know when you write something if you're an actor i would hope you put yourself in it you know oh yeah of course i'm not gonna write it for other people to play I'm sure there are writers out there that do that, but <laughs> we know you can well, yeah. so. <laughs> maybe eventually. Oh, we... I mean, maybe I'll just maybe sometimes I'll write myself a smaller part, but right now I'd rather be the lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you ever think of writing a book, or is just like screenplays and things like that is what you want to do? I really like writing screenplays. I like that format, and I think I know it really well. When I first started, I was very surprised at how kind of easily it it came up for me because I think I've read so many scripts, you know, mm-hmm. for the past, you know, so many years that um, it was kind of ingrained in me more than I even realized. Right, right. And again, with being on a soap and you have to learn so many lines and you know how the back and forth goes, you know, that it, it probably really helped you in even now in your career. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and, you know, writing definitely helps my acting because it helps me to see the big picture, not just, Mm -hmm. you know, the from my own character's perspective, but I can see how that character works in the whole story. Right, exactly. Well, I think that um, we're done asking questions. Is there anything (laughs) else you'd like to share with us? I think we covered a lot. You guys were very thorough. Thank you. We try to be. Yeah, great questions. It was so fun. Thank you. Well, we welcome you back anytime, and please definitely keep us informed. As you can tell, I'm a tweetaholic when it comes to promoting yeah. different things. Oh, that, yeah, you uh, are. I feel like I'm so, bad at, I'm so bad at Twitter. I'm like, oh, I need to retweet this. I need to do this. You, you're great at it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, it's just something that I feel um, strongly about, you know, and I know that mm-hmm. there's a lot of fans out there that would love to see different things that, um, again, are so, you know, actors and actresses are in, even if they're no longer on a soap now. We're very loyal, very loyal to the, you know, yeah, no matter where you go, you're going to find us. So we're always looking over your shoulder. I know it's so appreciated. It's just in- 
it makes you feel like you're not alone in it, so it's great. It makes just, it yeah. just makes things so much easier. Just as long as you don't feel like we're stalkers, that's all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stalking's never a good thing. <laughs> the, the tweets the tweets were off the chart for um ladies of the lake the uh fans were coming in and i said oh, oh yeah i noticed the tweet yes i said oh this girl's got to tweet more there the fans are in there loving uh, ladies of the lake yeah i need to tweet more about that <laughs> definitely <laughs> all right we will let up, you go coming yep all right thanks guys and have a great rest of your day Thank you, you for too. taking the time thank to join us. Yeah, All thank right. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm so excited that there's more stuff coming out, especially for the Lifetime. Like I said, I'm addicted to that channel. Any of you guys oh, watch it? Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do at times. And I love when they do, like, those series of movies. Yeah. Like she said, she's making another one in this series, and I just love those series. I do, too. I do, too. Um, you know, there a lot of people would look at them, and even myself, it, just like the Hallmark movies and that, they're kind of cheesy because you know how it's going to end. But right. it, it's still so good that you have to watch it, Right. Did I explain that right? <laughs> yeah, the, the quality. Yeah, the you, you, got, the you quality. hit the nail on the head there. Carolyn, I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, no, the, the quality. The quality definitely is there. Yeah, they're well made. They're well made. Yes. And, and, yes. and I guess by cheesy, I just I guess it's because, you know, all of them are along the same line. And maybe cheese yeah. is not even yeah, the right word. Yeah, you kind of yeah, you kind of know how it's going to end. But the the Lifetime movies, there's there's twists and turns. It is yes, a different exactly. Different format. There's something yeah, that yeah. keeps you watching it in each movie, <laughs> and 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 you think there are the twists and turns where you don't think there would be, but then there are, and you think you got it down pat. Up, oh, that guy's the murderer. No, he's not. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> Just like I guess. Any other kind of mystery that you watch, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah. And and like with the Hallmark Channel, I watch a lot of the um, the Christmas movies. And you yeah. always yeah. know there's going to be a happy ending, you know, yeah. but you still watch it. <laughs> so, um, and it's great to see a lot of our soap people on all of these movies, and that's another thing that draws us to them. So, yeah, you know, Absolutely. yeah, and you know, we have an upcoming guest next week that um, likes to have so people in her movies, and so with new projects coming up, we're going to see more. And so far, I've seen Days People, Days of Our Lives people in her movies, so we'll discuss it next week, though. Um, but uh, And I'm looking forward to that. And we're going to have a show on Monday as well. And I believe we're cemented in that, so I'll go ahead and say it's going to be Lawrence, St. Victor, and Carla Mosley. And it's going to be a little bit later 
in the evening because they're both available at that time. So it's 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Pacific, um, unless something changes. But otherwise, watch for the link for that, and we're going to discuss their careers as well as they're raising uh, money to make more of their web series called Wedlocked, which is hysterical. So to all of our listeners, go on to Amazon.com if you haven't seen Ladies of the Lake yet and watch that, and please leave a review on Amazon. And um, for Wedlocked series, you have to go to, oh, gosh, Seed and... You know what, let me look real quick. Well, go on to YouTube. First of all, if you haven't seen season one of it, Seed and Spark, thank you, Tacey. I think you're the one that said that. Um, Go on to YouTube and watch Woodlock, the series under Lawrence St. Victor Productions, I believe. It's really funny. You're going to love it. And you're going to see these two characters different than what you see on Bold and the Beautiful. So, and you can also look for the link for the campaign on Take Two Radio or Take Two Radio Soaps in Review on um, on Twitter. So, but that's about it for me, guys. So I'm going to let you go, and you guys go ahead and discuss the soaps. And um, hopefully, in the next, maybe next month. I'll be able to join you to talk about some of them. I'm hoping that my schedule clears up a little bit where I'm able to do that because I miss t- discussing them with you guys. Well, Sounds we good. look forward to having you. Yeah, we miss you. <laughs> we miss you. Thank Definitely. you. Thank you. Thank you. I miss you guys too. I haven't even gotten to do that many with Casey, so and I, I love hearing your perspective on the soaps as well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. All right, guys, have fun, and we'll talk again soon. I'll let you know what's going on for Monday as soon as I hear, but I think we're we're okay with that one. Okay. Oh, and Carolyn, are you joining us? Um, On the Monday night? The Monday night? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try. Okay. I'll, well, um, just let me I'll, know. I'll, it's okay if you can't. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, it'll just be me and David, and like the good old days. <laughs> 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 All right. Talk to you guys later. Thanks, everybody, okay. for listening. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Well, hi, guys. Hi, hi David. That was a fun interview. You? My goodness. That was very nice. She's very nice. Yes. It was yes nice, it's nice when they come back. Yes. Yeah, I haven't. We haven't had her. Um, I think it's been about two years ago. We had uh-huh. Jessica. I think. Um, she sa- she sounds she sounds very young. How old is she? Do you know? Oh, she's in her thirties. No, it's young. <laughs> That's young for. <laughs> yeah, My she's goodness, in her she's a very, very accomplished for being yeah. thirty. My goodness, yeah, very, yeah. very and to be a screenwriter and, gee, screenwriter producer. Wow. 
And she said she almost got out of the business. She was so discouraged. Well, <laughs> good now for her. Yep, yep, yep. As they say, when you're at oh. the lowest and the, the worst, you hang in there and things will change. Yeah, she said she had, uh, yeah, she had a lot of faith in herself. So there you go. Very good. Very complex. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Carolyn, I want you to hang in there because be because days is coming up second. Okay. And it's going to be a quick one. So, Casey, you with me? Yes. I am. B&B, the shot. Goodness. Did you see it today? Um, I didn't or what? see any soaps today, but I can give you my thoughts on what I think of Cray Cray Katie Logan. Yeah, go ahead. Goodness. Yeah, it's stressing me out, honestly. I feel like I'm not invested in this Clinton Ridge story right now because it was just a kid. And it's not like they had this long, drawn-out affair. Um, there is I feel no. like the stakes. I feel like the stakes aren't high enough. The stakes aren't that high. But in Katie's eyes, they are. Well, I feel that Katie is projecting the anger that she still has for Brooke after all these years onto Quinn. So I think. This anger Katie is feeling towards Quinn is definitely leftover anger from Brooke sleeping with Bill. That might actually be. Because you can't kill your sister. I don't doubt that at all. (laughs) So I just, I think it's leftover anger. I think it's leftover anger, and I because it seems a little over the top that she would get so upset over getting fired. Yeah, and I don't, you know, Katie went off the rails for a while with her depression, but it wasn't like this. Yeah. Katie's depression was more of how am I going to get my life back on track and how am I going to be a good mother for my son? This is kind of like going into the Sheila Carter territory a little bit. Oh, I hope, I hope it, I hope she doesn't flip out, but I don't know. I think, I mean, I have to, I have to say though, I don't think Katie did that. I don't think Katie did shoot. No, I don't. It's There's just, somebody it's else out there. Really, it's all just too weird right now. It feels like they're trying to pull us in a million different directions with a story that's not there yet. You know, if you wanted to make the stakes high, then Ridge and Quinn should have had relations by now. It's either do that or do away with the disgusting story. I mean, it's you have to go one route or the other or else your audience is going to check out no matter how 
dramatic you make it, no matter how campy you make your drama, viewers yeah. are going to check out if the stakes aren't high enough. And right now, that's it. I mean, I won't check out, but, you know, I can't speak for the other three million people who watch with me. Yep. Exactly. And, and there, I don't know, I've gotten a little thing that there are rumors swirling that Heather's going to leave. Have you heard anything positive or you concrete? Know, I heard this, you know, this rumor started a while ago, even close to the end of last year. And it was when she guest starred on the talk for about a whole week. And people yeah. were like, oh, is Heather leaving for the talk? And you know, she denied it and everything, but you never know. You know, Gene Passanante denied uh, leaving General Hospital. Now, here we are two weeks after that rumor, and she's leaving and retiring from soaps altogether. So anything can happen at the drop of a hat, and I think I somebody that I heard last week said it is okay to have a beginning, middle, and end to a character. And if we need the beginning, middle, and end to a character, then that's okay. So if this is Katie's end, then that's fine. You're you're okay with Katie leaving the show? I mean, story-wise right now, yes, because we're getting down to the point where we're giving Heather Tom story that she doesn't deserve. Heather Tom, with her acting abilities, in my opinion, deserves the best material on that show. And, you know, if it's not there, it's not there. And if you can't come up with new ideas for a character, then you're going to have to write them out. Um, the one thing I ask is that they don't sideline her for a couple of months and then bring her back. If you can't come up with anything new, then throw it away. Or at least let her take a break and maybe once something does come up for her, then you can bring her back. Yeah, if you have to go, if Brad Bell has to go in a conference room with his writing team and they have to sit down with a whiteboard and a black expo marker drawing a new story for Katie out, then do it. And, you know, I know Bold, they've never really been a soap to create a bunch of new characters, and they're more of set in stone with who they've got for long periods of time. But if you have to bring on somebody new for her on contract, then do it. Uh, I I hope they find something very uh, rewarding for her because I, you know, you you can really nail you really nail it down and you don't mix words. But I think you've said it perfectly. She needs something more fitting. Yeah, I mean, her. this is Heather Tom. This is the only actress who has won. Younger Actress, Supporting Actress, and Lead Actress Emmys. Like, if you can't give anything to an amazing, I think it's 
four Emmys now, maybe five. But if you can't give anything to a woman who's won that many Emmys, when I can think of 20 stories off the top of my head, then, you know, let her go because Heather deserves better story material. Absolutely. And she can always work behind the scenes, too. I know that she's had a chance to do that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Maybe maybe they just need the fresh air to get some fresh air and help move the rest of the stories along, and then you can always bring her back when something suitable, much more. Yeah. Speaking of fresh air, I am loving that new Forrester Mansion balcony set. I think that's so cool. Oh, didn't you? Did you like that? I did. I thought it was a really something different. You know, Bold usually keeps things indoors, and it's just nice, I think, for an actress or actor to get out there and do something different from the one-on-one living room scenes. I know. Now, you didn't see it today, right? Am I? Is that what you told me? No, I did not. I didn't see any soaps from today. You didn't see any today? Okay. Any today. I came home and threw myself into exam reviews for school. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, I remember that well, yes. Um, <laughs> so the big thing is, like we were talking about, the shot happened. And so they went, Ridge reported it, and they think they're blaming Katie for shooting for shooting that at Quinn. Quinn, Quinn has been dumb, and she actually went over to her house to... Um, confront her about it and of course Katie's calling her nuts and then she finds the telescope Quinn finds the telescope have you been spying on me and then they have that argument so um, So eventually shot or was she shot at she was shot at right above her head Uh, On the belt, they should have did the actual shot. Come on, bold and beautiful, take some darn risk. It just showed a gun. It didn't show Katie with a gun. It showed that gun going off. That's it. Yeah, and it showed somebody with the black glove on. I remember that from yesterday's show. But here's the thing. I really, you know, Katie... She, I don't think she knows how to work a gun. That's the thing. And I don't think Katie is that skilled on target. And I just, and it seems too easy, unless this really is the end of Heather Tom on Bold, and then it would be this easy. But for now, not knowing if it's her ending time, it just seems too easy. But the only other person who was near her house would have been Ivy. But I can't see her doing it either. No, I mean, I don't, this is either A, Heather Tom's end, 
B, we're bringing back an old villain. C, it was somebody else. Or the final option, we have a Katie imposter. Well, was it your site that reported? No. No, it wasn't. Um, There's speculation that it's Deacon Sharp. Oh, I didn't even think of him. There's speculation. Um, I can't tell you where. I just know that I saw it online, and, and that's what some of the people are thinking, that that it's him. And I don't know if it's true. It's just speculation at this point. But he's the one with the grudge. Yeah, and, you know, I really miss Deacon, and I miss his really bad and devious ways. And, oh, I hope it is, Deacon. That would be a really fun story to tell and a really good climax to a really not-so-great storyline. So... (laughs) So that that was what today, and the rest is um, a lot happened. There was a little glitch in Lizzie's adoption. Of course, there was. Oh my! First of all, you know, before I hit on bold anymore, I will say that I do like having the Avons back in front burner story. Yes. Because I've missed seeing Carla Mosley, and I just love Rain Edwards to death. I think she's such a great young actress, and so I'm glad that they're back on front burner. I'm just not sure this whole Lizzie thing is the right option to go. I think, you know, Nicole's pregnancy, you know, can't get pregnant story thing was a good idea, but... The problem I have with the whole Lizzie thing is we have Julius, and Julius is having weird conversations with Nicole that I don't ever think a father should have with his daughter. And Oh, yeah, he's getting turning, a little touchy. Yeah, and we're kind of turning Julius back into the transphobia man that he was when he found out Maya was a transsexual, and it's. I don't like the route they're going with that part of the story. Yeah, and I I don't know what exactly it was. I think Carter said there was a typo, and things had to be rewritten and have to be re-signed. Like, like only like grammatical errors or something like that, but they weren't considered legal since they weren't written properly. Well, so I that, mean, the thing is, I get they're trying to do this for story purposes, but it's been how long since Lizzie's been born and adopted by Rick and Maya? So. By now, About a year. This inc- yeah, so this incident by now would have been caught. And I know you can expend some real-life thoughts when it comes to a soap, but it's almost been a year. This would have been long caught by now and long brought to a lawyer's attention. 
Yeah, and I think it's only like for, I know, for the purposes if Nicole changes her mind. Mm-hmm. Do you see that you happening? Honest, I think, and I really hope this doesn't happen, but I think they're making Nicole a little cuckoo crazy under the hands of Julius, and I hope that doesn't happen, and I hope that we just get the story squared away and that Rick and Maya get their baby uh, just for them. And, I don't know, Nicole gets pregnant or something. But it's just, it's a little irritating because... I can't suspend that much belief even for a soap. Yeah, I have to agree. So are you ready for Days of Our Lives? (laughs) I think Carolyn is. Carolyn's ready for Days of Our Lives. Carolyn, are you heartbroken that it's, it's not on today or tomorrow because of the French well, Open. Yeah, well, well, you know, the French Open and the, uh, what is it, the Comey interrogation, that's all that's been on. So, no days. No well, days. let me ask you this. In daytime, who in the hell is turning on their television to watch people hit balls all day across the court <laughs> and watch an FBI director who, frankly, nobody probably knew his name until he was fired. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, on social media, everybody is screaming. They say, you know, why do they always interrupt, uh, you know, the soaps days especially? Yeah. And uh, I don't want to go guarantee. on and say what. Well. <laughs> Somebody comes home for their lunch break. They're looking to watch their soap. Or their talk show. Yes, yes. Well, that's why they that's why they interrupt it. I mean, it could that's be their on, FBI man. Uh, and it, yeah, and it is on it is on the uh, sports channel. I realize that, but it's uh, it's not it's not fair. And <laughs> the fans are very upset. And I'm sorry, but I don't want another O.J. Simpson. My lord, I mean, just <laughs> let the soaps, just let them go through their cycle. Let us watch our soaps. We can get yeah. all, you know, Scott Pelley has his time for 30 minutes to fill us in on this, you know, investigation and trial. and Well, not Scott so Pelley anymore, yeah. but, you know, yeah, there's other well, times all, of the day. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all salivating. I mean, it's uh, keeping them in a job, I guess. <laughs> yeah, let's just watch Jungle oh, Madness and <laughs> let's just watch Days of Our Lives. Yes. Amen yes. to that. So, because actually, okay, actually have, you um, been, have you have you been watching Days? I have. Well, I twenty four. I'm not. I'm not really. I'm, you know, I wasn't keen on the island. Uh, you know, the island disaster. Now, let's, but, uh, let, let's take a, Let's put a take on the island. From what I heard, this is almost like a remake of uh, maybe twenty years ago. Yes, it yes, is. yes. That's yeah, yeah. That that's why I was saying on Twitter, you know, why is you know here we go again. But I'm I'm liking um, oh the part uh, with Paul because he's always so nice and sweet, and he's he's I he I guess he's got what the jungle fever and he's got the he jungle fever. Gabby, yes, he hit <laughs> Gabby over the head and 
and then uh, <laughs> tried to knife all, Eli. Yes, and they uh, the Sonny can't believe. I, the one thing I did not want Days to do during this island story was bring back Jungle Madness. I have been a pusher to say this story should have stayed in the Days vault. I'm all for history. But when it's this stupid of the history, let's just keep it where it was back in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I agree, but if it's going to bring out some acting skills with uh, some of them, especially Paul, um, that's how it ended the other day. He had that you know look in his eye, and they're all they're all just so shocked. So that's well, Dave where, better you know. not kill another day. That's all I can say. <laughs> Days kills their days. It's coming. Now, what I heard is this is the island story is going to go in, um, going to go right through July. Oh, for the love of Jesus Christ. Into July. Break out and the Ron, Ron's work, I guess, is is taking care of that. Oh, okay. Oh, and when is he, has he started writing yet, or is that is that is yeah, he pick started. It up and he oh, okay. Yeah, he started He's writing. Already started. His serial yeah. just hasn't aired. But we haven't. Okay, we haven't seen his work yet. Yeah, right. I think I don't know. I think he helped sum up that island mess. Oh. Part, I think okay. that was the beginning of his. If this is going through into July, and and I think, am I right? Does it, Ron's work start in July? Yeah, end of July, early August is what we're looking at. Oh, so it's all going to coincide. Now, what, are you, what does everyone think of um, Dario and and his um, <laughs> his scheming? Honestly, oh, it's Mary. such an old-fashioned soap plot line. And every time I see it, I'm like, really? This is every storyline for every Latino on daytime. There's at least <laughs> one. <laughs> it's been, it happened on The Bold and the Beautiful. It happened on Young and Restless. It happened on General Hospital. It happened on As the World Turns. Guiding Light, All My Children, When I Like to Live, May I Go On. <laughs> you may. I'm like, is this really what we're doing? I think, honestly, I really do think it comes to a point where this is actually such a disrespectful story to tell um, just yeah. because it's so cheesy and it, it makes people think, you know, this is not the era of storytelling where we need to put Latino um, actors in a bad light because they're basically saying Dario wants to stay here illegally. Oh, but here's a blonde bimbo who he can marry. Yeah. And his father's in prison. I mean, it's, you know, the stereotypical, it's not. Yeah. And I, I and agree. I agree. Just to care, clarify by blonde bimbo, I'm talking about the character of Abigail, not Marcy Miller. <laughs> Love you, Marcy. Don't, nobody better come after me on Twitter saying, oh, did you call Marcy a blonde bimbo? No, this is Abigail. <laughs> Her part. 
the part that she's yeah, playing. Yeah, her part in it. I'm I'm hoping she has second thoughts. And she well, doesn't go through with yeah, are they going to bring up her um, her mental illness again? Is that going to you know creep in because Hope's trying to convince her and her mother's trying to convince her and she's just I mean she's just not thinking clearly really. Well, what I'd love yeah, is, is the scene between Abigail and Jennifer. I believe it was last week or earlier this week, and Abigail was like, "Will you stand by me?" And Jennifer was like, "No." You know, this is wrong. Yeah. However, you know, it's a little contradictory considering Jennifer stuck with her through the whole EJ affair thing. Just throwing that out there. Yes, the the <laughs> the fans have been bringing that up. Everyone's forgotten that uh, how conniving she was. I mean, the the new Abby seems just too too uh, too sweet. Um, They they have to make her a little bit, you know, a a sinister side, a little, you know, stronger, I think. Yeah, I think. Putting the color side was definitely stronger. Yes, yes. Put in some color. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that they do. It would be nice to give her that edge back like she had when she was, like she like when she was with Batty Ben in the bed. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I that, really hope that, some of her edge comes back when Sammy comes back. Oh, well, yeah. Well, uh, that's, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's what I'm waiting for. Can, can, uh, can either of you tell me the, the, uh, what's his name that played Ben? Um, oh, Robert Scott Wilson. Oh, uh, that's right. He's he he's on the road traveling with the other uh, the other actors. He was in Toronto, I think, last week. With, yeah. Um, and now now why is he on the road with the other actors? I mean, is he going to come back? Is he still on on staff, or it's just that they they like him? They like him. Yeah, I know oh, really? that usually he's a they'll bring on a days alum for these road trip things and. I know a couple days events where people pay a lot of money, you know, they'll bring out a special cast actor that everybody loved. And, but, you know, if he is coming back, I will let you know, but I haven't heard anything. Oh, I was, uh, well, I was surprised they had uh, Vincent there and uh, who else was there? There were, there were four of them and they were, they were having a really good time. <laughs> they, um, you talking about the they had Eric yeah, Billy yeah, Flynn, yeah. Vincent Irizarry, yeah. and Robert Scott Wilson. Yes, and their personalities in in real life are and uh, they seem so different. <laughs> well, yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> well, no, well, I I don't want no bad I, I, walking around. Yeah, well, I was surprised at Billy Flynn. I thought he was, you know, he was a little bit more dynamic. Maybe it was just the clip that I saw. Probably, it might have been. The really outgoing one was was Eric, <laughs> which surprised me. But I can't wait to. Uh, you two have been to uh, these um, meet and greets, correct? I've never met not a not to a day's one. I've been to 
general hospital one. Oh, and Casey would have, Casey I, would. Yes, I've never met a soap star, which is so funny because I've interviewed like nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> but never met them in person. Correct. You know, my dream is to meet Mara West because if you stalk me on Twitter or Facebook ever, she's my favorite actress ever. Love her. So fingers crossed that that happens one day. Yeah. Well, I I wanted to say when uh, Vincent Nazari first came on, uh, he was down here in um, in Tam- I think it was in Tampa, but I heard about it too late and I I missed him like by I think two days. I was very disappointed. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Did you see and he's selling seen... a house? Yeah. He's... Where? Where? He's doing a little real estate. Yeah, oh. I can't believe he's a real estate agent now. <laughs> I saw that in like on Cassie DePiva's Facebook, and I was like, "Oh, oh, huh." And oh, the isn't house his... is gorgeous. No, I'm yeah. sure. And where is it? Where is it? Oh, I forgot. But you know, it's a very gorgeous house, and in my eyes, it should be like two million dollars for the price tag, but it's like three hundred thousand. Yeah, but where is it? Where is it that he's selling it? What, oh, I what don't area? know. What, what, totally forgot. Oh, okay. Well, I can't remember. Okay. Okay. Um. So, what do you think? Do should we all give Chloe the finger for taking <laughs> Ollie away from Nicole when when she went to see Eric when she went to see Brady? Well, uh, you know, honestly, well, I'm, I'm tired of blaming Chloe, and honestly, I don't blame her anymore just because Nicole is boring me to tears these days um, with her tears. Hmm. So, <laughs> you know, I just, uh, I, Chloe, this, you know, you can be mad at her all you want, but at the end of the day, the judge. She is the baby's father by law. She's the baby's mother by law. You know, I, Nicole, yes, you are biological, but honestly, honey, girl, it's time for you to let Daniel go. It's (laughs) just let go. Yeah, so Chloe is that mother to that child legally. And, you know, honestly, it does not matter biologically anymore. It's this is who is set to raise Holly. Well, as a as a as a mother, I I I feel Chloe has her. She has the one. She has the the little boy. Give the we never see anymore. And and, <laughs> and, and hopefully, uh, this is the way Nicole is going to exit the show. Uh, I'm hoping that she'll get the baby and. Go off to France or somewhere. <laughs> well, we do keep life. seeing the we do keep seeing Nicole into September, so we still got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, we got a long way to go. But I mean, without she... the speed, did we? Did we cover? <laughs> did we cover little Holly in her miracle? Oh, goodness. 
<laughs> if you ever have seen a soap, everybody saw it coming from a mile away. They were never going to let Brady Black die. No, we pretty well knew that, but uh, they they were playing yeah, we it to never the, know, to the no. help. Yeah, yeah. You never know what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, we never know. My goodness. As soon as that baby sat on his chest, I was like, here we go. <laughs> well, I'm trying to like I have to, I have to Go ahead, Karen. They, they they I have to say on days they find the most beautiful children. I don't think oh, they do. The best. <laughs> Did you see the 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 face on Holly? I said, "Oh my goodness, here's another another beauty." I don't know uh, where the, where they get them. I mean, she could melt and, a heart, you know, no pun intended. <laughs> And the 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 little girl um, that used to play Sierra, I think she's doing a movie. She's a she's a little sweetheart. She was she probably was on there the longest before they turned her into a teenager. She's uh, oh, yeah, she was she was, she was so adorable. Yes, yeah, she was. And um, Ariana, oh my goodness! <laughs> no, they pick they pick beautiful children. They do. Anything? Let me see. What should we cover? We did Paul. What's in my notes? Okay. Oh, I feel so, bad for Marlene. Here, here John? we go again. He's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're rekindling, and now they're sending the helicopter. And I, oh, no. Everyone wants to go him? looking for the the people on the <laughs> island. <laughs> And there's poor Marlena. She's going to be uh, abandoned again. You know, I didn't well, like Marlena. Because he has to go back. Was... But he's he's yeah. dissing the ISA for trying to go save Paul. And the... It's just convenient John... that now Paul's son is, uh, he's going to, yeah, he's, he's, he's got to go and save Paul. It looks good next week. Yeah. It does will we look see good. it next week? When? 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 You will. Will we? Monday. Oh, okay. 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 And it, it looks good. Um, for those tuning in, um, I did see that Paul goes a little deeper and he tries to make Sonny his next target. Oh. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, and there's a lot. And, and darn that Jade... She oh, actually she uploaded that tape into Claire's or Theo's YouTube account. Oh, boy. Here <laughs> we go. And Abe is going to get an eyeful next week. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Well, that's uh, yeah. they're they're touching on real life because I uh, I've had uh, two people that I know uh, have had to uh, get off uh, uh, social media, and it's kind of uh, you know because she's kind of hacking, right? She's she's hacked the account or she's gotten in there. Yeah. So uh, it's it's real life, and people need to be made aware. People are going don't to be made sex. aware. And then <laughs> yeah, don't, she's don't aligning herself with Trip. <laughs> <laughs> Which can I feel bad for Kayla. That, that Trip guy, oh. ooh, he is so good looking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> you know, he came out they with all... his shirt off about two weeks ago, and I was like, oh, let's do this more often. Yeah. <laughs> Casey Hutchinson. <laughs> it's been a long day, David. Don't you start. <laughs> Your exams haven't started yet. <laughs> yeah, well, Casey, get in line because I thought he was pretty, he was pretty hunky hunky as well. He's blonde hair and blue eyed. Yeah, he's. <laughs> yes, I only wish him the best lifting those weights. So So we've got got a lot of A lot to look forward to on days next week Yep Those are a couple of hints What's happening next week And so we're going to wait days Okay and guys I'm going to Leave uh, as well it's been it's All right. been fun. Lots of fun. Let us know about Monday, and, Carolyn. Okay, I will. I will. And our next. And I gave um, you the, I gave you the information. Okay. Sounds good. So the next is going to be um, is it the twenty second? Monday night at ten. Monday night at ten. Okay. Just, yeah, it's just the interview, and that's okay. it. We're not doing the soap show. Okay. It's just the interview. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, guys. We'll have a great weekend, and uh, we'll touch base soon. And thanks for all the listeners. Okay. Bye for now. All righty. Bye. Bye, Carolyn. Bye. Bye. I just love Carolyn. Okay, Casey. Yeah, she is a nice lady. Okay, Casey. All right. Get on your GH horse. All righty. We have okay, a lot like, to discuss about. Do you like the Anna and Alex? I, How that went about? Um, the story with Anna and Alex, you know, when they brought her back for those month and a half, two months, the story ran its course perfectly. I thought it didn't last too long, and it wasn't too short. But when I heard she escaped, I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, you know? Yep, she's back we're today. Done. I think fans are done with Anna and Alex, and, you know, I think, you know, the All My Children fans were kind of like, oh, that's cute, let's move on. The General Hospital fans are like, who is this lady? You know, 
let's just move on from Anna Alex. But yeah, she was on she was on today. And she's trying well, to get on she's going to take Valentine out of custody. She's going to escape. She wants him to escape with her. So is this the end of Valentine? What? That was today. Because to my knowledge, uh, James Patrick Stewart, who plays Valentine, is not a contract cast member. Um, he's actually recurring. Um, he is recurring? So is this, yes, he's recurring. I don't know if it is then. I didn't know he was. He's not in he's not contract? I researched it, and I couldn't find it to where he was contract. Huh. So to my knowledge and research, he is recurring. I, so I, mean, I saw nothing that he's leaving. But that was the... He made Charlotte... He made a video message to Charlotte saying that he will be back. Well, maybe they could just write him out for a couple of months. They might. And... They've done that with, you know, a million characters. Yeah, they have. So... I don't know any more than you do right now on that. It's hard for me to look up actual things. Well, and GH is a very hard soap to uh, get a hold of and learn stuff about. They like to keep their stuff under wraps. All right. Now, did we... Did we cover... Let's go back a little. Were you a little disappointed with the ball? I mean, there are parts where I was like, oh, you know, this is the same nurse's ball, this fun. I was disappointed about three things. No, actually about two. One, it wasn't as hyped up as it's been previous years. Um... And I just felt like the mood, you know, when I was watching those episodes, it didn't seem like the actors themselves were having a fun time. It didn't, you know, the GH actors, when it comes to ball season, they usually try to make it seem like it's a real event. You know, they want the fans to have fun. And I didn't get that feeling. I didn't get that vibe. And second, you know, it was missing what makes the nurse's ball the nurse's ball. You know, we loved and laughed seeing Lucy end up in her underwear every year. And we love and we laugh yeah. seeing these little antics that make the ball the ball. Um, the only good part of the episode that invoked the nurse's ball was the Morgan Ava pill switch reveal. And that wasn't even in the ball itself. That was the side note drama that happens every year. But overall, it just, it wasn't a fun ball. I kind of almost snoozed off and I liked it. 
I I like the numbers. I did like the numbers, but I was I was surprised that Milo didn't show. Me too. And that's what made it for the past couple of years. Um and there's a reason why he didn't show and if I remember correctly earlier the actor doesn't live in California anymore. Yeah, doesn't he live out in Ohio or someplace? I think he moved out. Yeah. So they probably it was probably difficult to reach him. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had probably. trouble. And well, I wish Sabrina was mentioned. Yeah, I was waiting for it. I thought when they were on that television screen, maybe her picture would have popped up or, or um, of course, I was happy to see Robin's video message. It's just Sabrina who created one of the main songs, you know, and sang it with Epiphany and Emma at the end of each ball for the past, you know, two, yeah. three years. You know, I just feel, and especially since she was murdered, I just feel like there should have been a little mention, like maybe, oh, somebody gave in Sabrina's honor or, you know, something like that. Which is so weird because, you know, this current writing regime killed off Sabrina. It's not like somebody did that six years ago, you know, with this regime. I miss her. She was oh, I do too. Because she was instrumental. She was, and there was a lot of stories filled up for that character. I think. I'm just I'm. I was just thrown. That was one of the saddest parts for me, and that's why I was a little disappointed. But I'm sure it, it was probably thought about. Um, you know, things go fast and sometimes things get left under the car, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that I can probably excuse. But the one thing I can't excuse and I was pretty upset about is Felicia was there without her husband. I was like, where's Mac? (laughs) And he was taking care of Robin. Yeah, which is, I feel like, you know, they said that, and I'm like, the whole time, okay, she's pregnant. She can still do some things for herself. I didn't feel like Robin was going to go out and run a marathon. You know, (laughs) I, I just, you know, my mom said that she loved still doing things for herself when she was eight months pregnant. So I just, and, you know, they could have had him in the video with Robin, something. I just, Mac needs to be shown more. And that Monday, Tuesday episode of this past week was not enough. That was just, nice Mac when they showed him yesterday. Mm-hmm. But they he need, needs to be shown more. He needs a story. Mm-hmm. 
we can think about just about everyone needs a story that needs to come on. Mm. It's hard. I bet you it's hard trying to write for everybody. Well, it is, but you know, um, he was the ex police commissioner, and I feel like there's some story there. So you know, he knows how to shoot a gun. He knows how to do some action packed stuff. Right. Um, and him and Felicia are married. Um, are him and Bobby related? I don't think they are. But, um, Who? you know, Bobby's all alone, so maybe start a love triangle. Bobby is... Bobby and Felicia? No, they're not related. Yeah, so, I mean, start a love triangle, Bobby, Felicia, Mac, And, you know, maybe... One night, a storm hits Port Charles, and Bobby and Matt get trapped somewhere, and they end up kissing. You know, something. Just give Mac something to do. You want shock TV. (laughs) Just give us something. That character needs to be on the canvas just about three times a week. Yeah. So how about your favorite actress, all covered up in gauze? Oh, Mara West, she gives me life. I mean, even under all those bandages, she deserves an Emmy. (laughs) (laughs) She just plays. She does. She can bring it home. Yeah, and those whole confrontation scenes, oh, my goodness, it's just, when Mara, her, when her characters get angry, Mara West is like, okay, I'm going to do angry on crack and really give it to you. <laughs> and I feel like she heightens everybody's acting when her scenes like that happen. That would be... She she really knows how to bring it home. So what do you think? Did today it was she had like the Grim Reaper in form of Ava went to Ava and says, You don't have to fight anymore. Just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Everything's going to be okay. And, um, yeah, she was all dressed in white. So Ava flatlined today at the very end. And Kiki's watching. Oh, my goodness. And Sunny and Carly are watching. So that's how they left that today. See, I love Mara. And I love Ava. But if I'm being real story-wise, it's time to let that character be written out and for Mara to either, A, get her own primetime show, just saying, throwing that out there, ABC, mm-hmm. wink, wink, hint, hint, or go to another show. Because it is, it's, the Jeromes have run their course, and both Julian and Ava have reached their max potentials as characters. Um, Do you and, think so? Yeah, I mean, Julian, you can clearly see it. 
Ava, you know, they've got her burned. And, you know, if you're going to write a hospital drama, you need to be realistic. And the reality is those burns will take years for her body to recover. And it's nothing you can send her off to a French doctor and she comes back in two months and she's magically the same Ava. It's it's time. I mean, if you're going to have a character in this state and write a hospital show, it's time for that character to go. Well, um, according to what I read, she's not going anyplace. You know, I read that too, and I just, I don't know how she, how can you write a character on the canvas who is burned almost to death? You know, you can't, I don't know, unless General Hospital does a supernatural episode, the character's finished. Well, I think there's, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how um, accurate this is. But there's mentioning that there might be a blossoming romance with Griffin. You know, and that's been rumored also with Carly, and I think Griffin needs a love interest. Um, or they can do away with him too. Yeah, because that character is becoming dead weight for the show. And they're, you know, his father isn't around. Duke is dead. They still haven't done the story which every fan thinks they're going to do and make Anna his mother. Um, It's just you... You either make Anna his mother or you give him a love interest or you write him off. And it's that plain and simple. Um, You know, I know people kind of want Amy and Christina to be together, but, or even, you know, there's been some scenes with Amy and Nathan, but maybe put Amy and Griffin together. Hmm. I wonder what's up. Well, I would like to see more meat for Griffin. Definitely. And I think the actor is fabulous. Just let's give him some more material. Yeah, give him some meat. Give him some meat. But did you you see the recent news that came, well, I got it from Jimmy DePaiva's Facebook. Yes, and I quickly wrote an article on it, and I couldn't be more happy that Batman's coming to GH. I love James DePaiva, and I'm so happy he is back in front of the camera for daytime soap. I am, too. I haven't seen him in a while. Well, he was on the bay. Yes, he was. Yep. And he has he has a knack for it. I used I remember a little bit of him as Max when I used to watch back then. Well, what I love is you know we get the news of 
Jimmy's return to daytime hot off the heels of Cassie coming to daytime. So I just, I love that. I love that they're both back in the game. They're going to be both busy. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) That's a good thing. Okay, so we covered our GH. Let's do our YNR. Okay, Casey. So excited to talk YNR. Bring it to me. Bring it to you. (laughs) What about Chloe? Honestly, I thought she was dead. I and I know people are going to probably harp on me for that, you know. Well, if you've ever watched a soap, I really did think she was dead. Um, just from the aspect of the character has run its course. It's another one that's done over with, you know, nine years Elizabeth Hendrickson has been with that show. Um, and so, you know, I really thought this was her end. But I like that her end, um, and I haven't seen today, but it appears to be her, Kevin, and Bella reunited as a family. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I love that the character did not meet her end via suicide. Um, Right. I would like a little bit of a more happier ending for Chloe. Um. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see if Kevin will really meet her, um, unless he already did today. And we'll see. Yeah. He did. He said goodbye to his family. And they're going to take Greg's exit from there. I think they're both on their way out, so they're both going. I got to tell you, I did know that something fishy was going on because I didn't think it was a suicide because all the pills were around outside and it didn't look like she swallowed any. Yeah, that's true. But she is one that, she's a character that really captured controversy um, and we want I would want her caught she should go to prison but I don't know it's more controversial like this I suppose well Jessica Morris you know in that interview talked about feeling sorry for the bad guy and giving them some leniency. And I feel like with Chloe, we can do that, you know. She killed a child murderer. And people are like, oh, Adam did it on accident. Yes, he did, but he also covered it up. He also covered it up. But he did come forward with it. He did admit it. She's not... She doesn't think she did anything wrong. Adam was a lot more remorseful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I liked what Kevin's been saying 
about everybody being so hypocritical towards Chloe. Because it's true. I mean, you know, you look at Chelsea, she used to con people out of millions of dollars. You look at Nick, um, you know, he's done some pretty bad things. And so I like bringing that up. Yeah. The best, one of the best parts is when Victor told Victoria that she was a hypocrite because she didn't give a damn about Adam. And she. Yeah, that's true. I like that part. Says, I didn't kill him. And stop treating me like I did. Mm -hmm. And same with Nick, you know. Nick did not care about Adam until it came out of the blue last year, you know? They never cared about Adam. And, you know, Victor never did either. Victor left him behind on that farm with Hope when he Victor got his memory back, back in the 90s, and nobody cared about Adam. I would say the only person who probably did was Nikki. I I felt bad for him. But I think I think in the end and I really did like that part with Nick and with uh Nick saying that he'd help he'd try and help Adam and how he went how he wanted to look after his son. I I think that I think they played that sincerely. It's almost and Nick admitted he owned his part in not believing in him. Yeah, I did like that side of Nick. I'm like, at least somebody's willing to own up to it. <laughs> he owned it, yeah. And he was he was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt after that. I mean, when you got a father like that, who do you root for? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, like you said, everyone's got some color in them. No one is pure white. <laughs> That's why I like Kane right now. Oh, Kane, they I put some color into Kane. him. I can't wait until Kane gets what's coming to him. Yeah, I I feel bad for him. Oh, I because I don't. Do you think? Do you think it really happened, though? Yeah, I mean, I think when Sally did this story, I think she was ready to say this happened. Because, you know, if we do the same song and dance with Kane being drugged again, then, you know, what's the point of doing a story? You know, what's the point of having stakes on a story and... What's the point of having consequences? Um, you know, we just, we have to move Kane past the story of him getting drugged every five years and making it look like he sucked with somebody. Yeah. But they gave, they gave him a... Uh...
they gave him some color. And I don't know. Well, he doesn't. He really doesn't remember it too much. Yeah, and they've showed us flashes of them kissing and tearing each other's clothes off, but then they flash to them laying in the bed, and we don't know. But the thing is, you know, even if he didn't sleep with Julia, they still kiss. They still tore each other's clothes off. So I think definitely, you know, with every intention, Kane planned to have sex with this woman and vice versa. And there definitely needs to be some consequences either way. It's going to come out. It's going to come out sooner or later, isn't it? Yes, it is, and I cannot wait. <laughs> okay, so... I guess we're going to call it a night. All right. And we covered just about We covered all four soaps and Casey before we leave I would like you to give um your Spiel to the fans. All righty. Well, guys, keep watching the soaps. I know I sound like a broken record almost every show, but just keep watching because I know for a fact there are some exciting things that are about to happen on all the soaps. Um, Morgan Fairchild debuts next week on Days. Um, Wyandar, you've got the big cane reveal about to happen. Bold, you know, who almost shot Quinn and GH, they're always exciting. And, you know, you just got stuff that's going to happen on all four soaps soon, so keep watching. Also, you can swing by my Facebook page, Casey Stephen Hutchison, or you can swing by my Twitter at CaseyHutch99. And you can buy my Young and Restless ebook. It's a complete history on the show, and it's only $10. So, please swing by, message me, and um, I'll give you all the details. And have a good night, guys. Thank you very much, Casey. And I'll talk to you soon. All righty. Sounds good. Good night. Good night. And thank you, everyone. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.